a HeadGum Podcast. This is the Dumbbells of Personal Fitness Podcast, where we, I'm Eugene Cordero. And me, I'm Ryan Stanger, have discussions and answer questions on all things health and fitness. This is solely based on our own work experience <laughs> and our little bit of bro science. So please keep in mind that we're not doctors, never claim to be, and no. sometimes we don't make things plural when hey, they need to be. Hey, listen, and sometimes our tongues don't work. <laughs> it quit on me. They quit on us. Quit. We're just a couple of dumbbells of ourselves. Some fitness want to help you with hearts. And the help can start right now. Neil. Neil. Trying to get that harmony in, but you waited. Anyways. Uh, I blew it, dude. No, no, no. It's fine. You're doing great. I don't great. have any instincts. Yeah. 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 I don't have comedic timing or instincts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I edit all of your yeah. your work to right. sound good. We you say s- that we don't edit anything. I actually edit a lot of beats. Yeah. You've got a sound alike yeah. that will just come in and punch up. Bang it out. Yeah. yeah. A couple of jokes. Sweeten it. Sweeten the pot. Um, let's welcome our guest yeah, to the weight room it. because it's time. It is. And I'm just like, this is not going to work. You gave me a shot. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't yeah. even swing the bat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You just sit there. <laughs> yeah. You look like you were going to bunt and you were not even up nah, to bat. I couldn't even up to bat. <laughs> I wasn't even up to bat. Uh, ladies <laughs> and gentlemen, let's welcome Matt Roger. Well, hello. I can help with the harmonies. Ooh. Yeah, please. I love to that. To be honest, you have a good guess for that today. Honestly, tag in whenever you yeah, feel the we'll do. We'll Anytime do. you feel like we're about to say the same thing, just harmonize. And that. I'll fill any beat. I promise you. I want you to do less work later than you've ever had to do. Thank God. <laughs> I would love for you to be the voice uh, that Ryan is when it's not Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> I can rec- I can stay and record like a bunch of like little asides yeah. that you can plug in later. Yeah, yeah. like Ryan. just make like a little soundboard that would yeah. be infinitely better than anything I could contribute. <laughs> Ryan actually sounds like he's having fun yeah. today. It's got some good information. Yeah. He's contributing a lot. He's yeah, adding in jokes. Yeah, he's never added value before. Never. Here Maybe in the ads. Um, <laughs> Are you good at ads? No. Do you find you thrive on ads? I'm not really good at any of it. Uh, <laughs> and that's kind of my charm. Yeah. You know? yeah. I never. Well, I, here. I have a podcast too, and I, I'll record yes. the ads, and it's just like I always am dragging ass to go do them. And then by the time they're over, I'm like, oh, I loved doing that. I loved shilling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, same with that. We always yeah. have fun doing them. Some of the biggest like giggles that we get are from doing ads. Stuff. Yeah, because yeah, you realize so what you have to say. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> huh, okay. Um, but yeah, it's bananas. Welcome, dude. Thank you for having me. In from the um, NYNC. NYNC. Mm-hmm. And, well, New York and city. I'm now well, very much thinking that I might just stay here. Oh, I oh. actually do love it here in Los Angeles. You were doing a little bit of Baiku still. I was doing a little bit. Well, I guess we are currently by. A bi icon. Yeah, That's who yeah. I am. Um, I, I'm going to like fully also keep my apartment in New York because I have a sick deal. Deal. I, I somehow ended up with a studio in Greenpoint, like for dirt from like my, back in the day. From like, well, it, I've been there for like two years, but my landlords are like That's very it. old and Polish and don't uh, understand yeah. that they could be charging like double what they have for yeah. my apartments. Right. And it's I'm not on a lease. It's crazy. <laughs> And, and that still put, happens. It's like guerrilla warfare in it's like North Greenpoint. It's one of those Greenpoint. things where they love, like, that's when it's run by like a family, yeah. especially in New York. They're like, if we can, I, we, we love this kid. Yeah. We just want to keep this kid up here. Do whatever you need. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's great. And I haven't been there in four months. And so they've said, we haven't seen you. And I'm like, well, is the check 
coming in. The check's yeah. coming in. You haven't uh, missed uh, cashing the checks. I haven't so. missed cashing the checks. <laughs> yeah. Until last month when I was very late. But it was okay. Yeah. <laughs> Wait a minute. So are you doing the whole Airbnb thing with them? No, I'm you staying with my friend right? Greta. Okay. Um, uh, wonderful stand-up named Greta Teitelman. Look her up. Um, but she is being kind enough to let me stay in her place. So I'm uh, kind of just hanging out. They have an extra room. But I've been like, I'll tell you what's making me excited about staying here is the like impulse to work out more just being out here genuinely i was doing really well like in january when i was in new york i finally like did the thing i do every year was i make a new year's resolution to work out more Mm -hmm. and then i got a a, like a thing to crunch there's a crunch right by my apartment i would have loved if you did commit to saying subscription to it where you just like you got a news you got a newsletter from them every month yeah i don't go to work out i get the magazine (laughs) really good articles and thing pieces really smart writing and humor pieces yeah maybe a membership at some point right now just a subscription no i can't leave a subscription membership to crunch and um so i i was going like every day and like being really just you know kind of like throwing i used to know what i was doing in high school and then i took like a long 10-year break to like do comedy or whatever in new york and um, fill my life with other things. And then I kind of was like, this year, I was like, I have to. Like, I'm 29, getting to the point where it's like, you can feel the body changing a little yeah, bit. Yeah, you yeah. can't just get away with what you used to get away with. And I was doing great. And then I came out here, and it's like, I've discovered what a hike can be. Yeah. It yeah. can be a fucking workout. It's a wonderful thing. And it's a warm workout, and you're yeah. having a conversation. It's great. Here, it's really good. Here, where where L.A. Uh, excels is in topography and weather. Uh-huh. I just can't, it can't yeah. be competed with, because you have, like, those discussions with, you know, kind of the different metropolitan areas. So if you're yeah. working in show business, it's New York or L.A., and maybe, like, I guess you could say Atlanta now or something. Somewhere I mean, in the South, we maybe. Can't, no. We cannot say no. that. Oh, yeah, Nobody, it's done. They're canceled. Nobody no longer. can say Atlanta. Yeah. <laughs> They're canceled. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, just the weather. I mean, so yeah. you'll, you know, you'll be able to do an outdoor hike in nature yeah. in December. Yeah. Right. And it'll be 70 degrees. I, and it's tough I, to beat that. It's, it's pretty great. And like just getting outside and doing things. is The, the gym thing, it took me a long time, to be yeah. honest with you, because I... I a couple of things. Like I had a little bit of social anxiety about getting in there uh-huh. to be honest with you for a long time in my twenties. And then like, um, also just not necessarily knowing what I was doing and that's gotten a little bit better. But when I was in high school, I was like a serious, serious track athlete. Let's get through Yeah. So yeah. wait, where'd okay, you grow so up? Let's go take yeah. it back. Yeah. Yeah. Did you grow up in, in Long Island? Long Island. Yeah. On Long Island. On Long Island. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah. And so I grew up there. My dad was a varsity football and baseball coach. So I had like a sports dad for sure. Wow. Yeah. I, I was, I grew up and that was like the focus of my like life outside of school was Wait, do you have siblings? Sports. I did. My sister is three years younger than me and she was also an athlete. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So we, um, I played baseball for like nine years. Dad never really made me play football. Okay. I recently asked him about that. I was like, why didn't you have me out there playing football? And I kind of got him to admit that he feels like it's a little fucked up for young kids to be playing because of what we're finding out with like, oh, yeah. good thing he didn't. Yeah. I yeah. mean, That's right. I, so, and I never really had an interest in it, but played baseball a ton like that. Played basketball a little bit, eh. and then I kind of realized that my whole game and every sport I was doing was just my speed because I was like a center fielder in uh, on my 
uh, when I was playing baseball and I was the leadoff hitter and I would bunt every time and always get on base. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> until that was like. So you were just fucking quick. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. Was, I was real fast. Like, Covering yeah. the field out there on defense. Truly, and- truly a good defensive center fielder. Like yeah. really had it. And then it was like stole a ton of bases and always got on. Always got on base, had a very high batting average in like middle school into early high school when you were able to get away with that shit. And yeah. then like people were just better at the game. And so I couldn't just fool everyone. So I transitioned into uh, track and field and cross country. Yeah. And I was a middle distance to distance runner. I was, I ran a mile at like 436. Like I was, I was, I was Whoa. into Jesus it. Jesus Christ. Yeah. It was my life. Yeah. It was my whole life. That's yeah. blistering. And did you, did you love it? Or was it just kind of like the sport you played because you knew you were good at it and you were an athletic family? You know what? I think that it was really important to me, like subconsciously, to be doing something to impress my father uh-huh. if it couldn't be those things. And I really did like being good at it. And also, I think an element of this was I discovered that I was good at something when I was coming of age in a way where it was like I was gay and like you know I didn't wasn't really like I did, I just didn't want to be the gay kid yeah so you want to be the kid that's like funny or good at sports and mm-hmm. so I had this thing that I was good at yeah. and right. that meant a lot to me and became a large part of my identity so for that reason I did work very hard right very hard because you were Matt Rogers the track star that was what I was like hey that one gay kid yeah, yeah 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 and it was I was a closeted and just like didn't want anyone to like that to be like, because at my high school, it was like 270 kids per class. It was like big enough where sure. you think you know everyone. Sure. So it's like everyone had like that thing about them. So I was just lucky enough to be able to be doing this and have that be my thing. Yeah. And so I started Deflect running. Deflect a little bit. Totally. I, I'd say even now it's in the most inclusive areas, it's still a problem with where you're only identified with your sexuality. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, Long Island was so bad it was it was just it was like a very i remember when i was in middle school actually elementary school that was when eminem like hit hard and he like made saying faggot like saying hello it was like oh, so gosh. crazy it was such a toxic time and it was also this time when like there was more lgbtq visibility in that like we're not just going to be like the people who have aids anymore yeah. it was like we're out here like doing this will and grace happened like just ellen these little things Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. the watching like mainstream people um, react to that and coming of age in that time and realizing that was me yeah. was such a mind fuck. Uh, so yes. I really and also Long Island is, um, you know, it's in New York, a blue state, but Long Island is very. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's it's a little fucked. It's like it's yeah. like de- depending on where you are, you get yeah. a whole different. Uh, situation and attitude. <laughs> so it was just it was like it, it, I, I would liken it to you know, like growing up in like somewhere in the South where it was like not something you talked about, but it, because it could be really fucked up for you. Yeah. 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 It's like, uh, if you live in orange County here. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like yeah. one of those There's... things where you're like, Whoa, Whoa. Huh. Yeah. This is nice. You don't think cool. it's going to be this way because no. yeah. where you, where you are, but it is that right. way. You cross an invisible line. Yeah. Like, right. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. Like, huh? Yeah. yeah. And I think I realized I was good at it. Good at track. Like when I was, um, in eighth grade, I actually, I like ran a four fifty two mile in eighth grade. In I eighth? was like, I was like truly 13, 14 years old doing this. That's booking. And were you yeah. like, did you know? Know how to run that mile? Like, not at all. You know how to do pacing, or you're just like, 
just guts. It was it was muscle. It was muscle. like it was just like truly going as fast as I could when I thought it made sense. But I did have an instinct for it. Sure. I don't think it was until I got good coaching, uh-huh. like when I was like a sophomore or junior in high school, that I really realized that oh, it truly is about pacing, strategy. Yes. Yeah, yeah. And and that makes it a so much easier and. Like be like a lot more mathematical in a way. Yeah. You know what I mean? It made sense to me. Yeah. And my dad actually, who was so involved in baseball and football, actually got very into what oh, I did because cool. he found out how he could help, which is by giving me my splits. So it was a way that we kind uh, of bonded in high school yeah, too. Yeah. Like, oh, he'd cool. be on the side and he like for winter track, it's a two hundred meter course instead of a four hundred meter course. So for a mile you go around eight times. So I would be like getting my splits like every every lap and it was like exciting. You yeah. know what I mean? I really, well, I, mean, it's I really also loved exciting. It. If you're doing a mile in like five minutes, that means like if you're doing that eight times, you're, he's clicking those splits pretty yeah. quick. Yeah. It was cool. It's like I, a bouncer I actually, at a nightclub. If you're having yeah, a good yeah. race. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I actually, I started doing cross country and like, I loved that. There's a really, really cool course on Long Island called sunken meadow. And it's just like this very, it's got some like really classic iconic, um, hills that a lot of runners that are in the community talk about, like oh, Cardiac cool. Hill. And you guys had Pat Regan on. Yes. Yeah. yeah so he and I did did uh, cross country at the same time on Long Island. So we did you really? were in a lot oh, of the wow. same invitational meets without knowing each other. Oh, man. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's really into the drama of... Um, he knows stats. Stats. It's incredible. It and like players and their or runners and their biographies and all yeah, that shit. Yeah, yeah. We sometimes still talk about iconic high school athletes from from, from, <laughs> from, from, from our Long Island like, oh, shared wow. experience. Yeah, like Wait, this, so did you compete against each other? Not... Like, I can't like point to a race where we did, yeah. but it, it very likely happened. Wow. He went to private school and I went to public school. Uh-huh. And so that maybe is the only reason why it didn't directly happen, but sure. it definitely happened at least yeah. once. And you guys definitely ran the same Oh, absolutely. Um, yeah. courses. Yeah. We were Sunken Meadow boys. So that that was like we ran the 5K oh, there like and yeah, that was it was a tough course too and actually like um my senior year of high school I made it, I made it to the states. And so then like that was like huge for me. That had been what I wa- wanted all through high school. That was my goal. Um and so I finally made it and I went up to to compete at the state level upstate New York and yeah. it was like insane the difference just like like you said the topography like how you react to like like the air up there i I was hopeless in this state competition really it was and there was hundreds of people in it and i wasn't like there to win you know what i mean like it's cross country it's like there's five people who might win it's like out of hundreds of people competing but i was just like wow i would have at least loved to like have (laughs) done well and not have this be miserable the oh whole time. man wait so but that's yeah. uh it's a 5k what was your what what is the time that you would hit usually so around your cross country at sunken meadow which is a tough course i did a 5k in 1708 Jeez. so that was that was that was good yeah and that i was competitive there um and uh my two mile time was not as good it was like a 10 10 but once it got to real distance for me inside or outside on a track i just I, it's hard to keep me engaged. Got it. I actually really like, as I got older, I started to really like, like the shorter distance, like the six, 400, 600, 800. I was on my school's four by four team. I ran a 52. Yeah. I, I, I was, I That's was a, fast. Yeah. 400 meters is a brutal race. I, I live for the 400. Yeah. And really? you know, like I remember those were my favorite, um, workouts we would do is the repeat force. We, we would just literally go out there and you'd do 12, 400s with like a minute and a half. That's, break yeah yeah that'll get you in fucking shape wow yeah. that's masochist what is what is it where you hurt yourself 
On purpose? Uh, yeah. Sadomasochism? Sadomasochism. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Is that what you, you think he is? Or if you just really like to punish, punish <laughs> yeah, yourself. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> I think it is that. I mean, yeah. I'll tell you the hardest shit I ever did was one time I got into the state qualifiers for the steeplechase. Oh, God. Oh, that's, that's the one a, where you, you're like a, a horse, right? You're like basically a horse. So you, It's a long fucking race, yeah. though, and you see people just fall. Especially like in high school, there's kids will just quit, like walk off the track. Wait, yeah. how long of a it's course? Three, it's, it's, uh, it's two miles, essentially. Uh-huh. And so you're jumping over shit. You jump over. (laughs) I I believe there's two hurdles, one which is a regular hurdle. And then there's one which is a thick hurdle that you use to jump over a small pond, which sounds (laughs) so stupid, but it is real. And I remember like whenever we'd go to invitationals where they would have that, because not every track had that. Sure. I'd be like, I want to do the steeple. (laughs) I want to hop over that thing. Like I want to be like a horse. And you don't hop over it. You step on it and then jump. You step on it. Onto it, and it, you use it to yes. jump as far as you can yeah. over this little pond. Yeah, and you by by the time you're on your eighth lap, you are getting wet. My nickname is Thick Hurdle. Yes, it is. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> absolutely. I, I consider myself a thick hurdle. Yeah, I had to use you to get over yeah. a pond one yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, dude, I'm sorry to make you do this. If but I'm if I'm in that, if yeah. I'm in an audition with somebody, they're like, oh, there's Eugene, the thick the hurdle thick we have hurdle. to get by. We're looking for a thick hurdle. We got, well, we got an offer out to Eugene. You may or may not do he it. You might not take it. His quote's ticking up. Um, wow. So wait, yeah. uh, what is, so is your household, uh, like, growing up, mm-hmm. because your dad is a coach, are you guys eating really well, too? Are you guys, are you guys feeding like an athletic family, or are you feeding like a Long Island family? I will say this. Like, growing up in the 90s in Long Island, I think that we never got the memo that soda was a no. Oh, yeah. I would be fucking <laughs> in my basement chugging soda, running around in circles, just, like, t- killing myself, like, watching, like, like Nickelodeon. Yeah. Like, truly the culture of, like, Salute sugar. shorts. Yes. Yeah, d- yes, exactly. I mean, just, like, so much of that. Like, very active kid, always rode my bike, did everything, but it was, like... Jesus, if I had to drink, if there had been one more day, I continued the lifestyle I had. Oh, man. <laughs> like, so I'm talking about dinner every night. There was a Coke and a Sprite on the table. Like yeah. it was, and it was, it was like, where's the Sprite? If it's not, we need the Sprite option. <laughs> yeah. Like really, what is it, it was like, Lent? Yeah. yeah, truly. <laughs> always in the fridge, 2% milk, orange juice, Coke, and Sprite. 2% milk was good. 2% yeah, milk? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't want to go crazy. You don't want to go the, crazy uh, on whole, whole milk. Yeah. Even now, I'm like, it's gotta be two percent. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. When I go into these coffee shops in LA, I'm like, it's like almond milk and like whatever other whole whole milk or yeah. soy or whatever. And yeah. I'm like, where's the two percent? Yeah, give me the two percent. Yeah. Give me that two percent. Yeah. Oh my. Yeah. But of course, that was the time where it's just like sodas, mm-hmm. what, soda commercials, surge. I mean, there was like everything. They they Taco made a Bell, bunch of no them. big deal. Yeah. 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 I knew go- nothing. I showed up to my first day of. I was in seventh grade and I would join my cross country team. I came to the track to practice with a bottle of Coke. What? And my coach said to me, he's like, you absolutely cannot drink this. He's like, you're going <laughs> to cramp. You're going to get sick. And I remember I was being, I was so nervous to be there because it was like a varsity team. I was in seventh grade, way younger than everyone. I was just felt humiliated. <gasps> and then two, three days into it, like my little seventh grade self was just crying because cross country was so hard. Oh my! It was God. such a shock. And yeah. then like I finally locked in and decided I wasn't going to quit. And uh, you know, it 
it got better, obviously. I learned that you drink water. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which I knew. I knew that. But I think it was like I had, I had been like up to my I like up to my own devices and I saw a soda machine in the school and I was yeah. like, cool, I'm a middle schooler. I have a dollar and I'm going to buy a soda. Yeah. I'm a fucking adult. And, that's a, and that yeah. was probably comforting as well to just get a yeah. soda. And, I mean, yeah. even now, nowadays, like I'll, I'll look at a bottle of Coke and I'll be like, I want to have that. But it's an absolute no. I'll, every it, now and then. Is it an it? Oh, yeah. Because every now yeah. and then. If I go to a movie... Yeah, I'll always drink soda I'll be at like, movies. I gotta have a popcorn yes. And soda. Yes, one hundred percent. Not every time I see. I don't, well, actually, I don't see movies that often in the theater. But every once in a while, I'm just like, man, yeah. the smell of the popcorn. You gotta have that with the soda. They are they are soulmates. Yeah, yeah. It's a fundamental. Yeah, it's fundamental to the the theater experience. <laughs> yeah, really. Yeah, were, I yeah. also am a slushy person. Yeah. I'm Ooh. a Coke slushy bitch. Like I yes. love that shit. Nothing like God, it to me. That I mean, my f- the summertime on like the mm. East Coast, like that. Yeah, Ooh, you need I, it. I, they had icy. Do you remember icy? Yes, yes. Slightly different consistency, but I remember the first. I think I've told it on the show, but the first time I knew, like, I had to change stuff. I was I went to the movies with this girl, and I got like an icy, and she was like, "You want you're gonna eat all that sugar?" And I was like, "It doesn't have any fat in it." And yeah. she was like, it's, it's a lot of sugar, sugar in there. And that's what turns into fat. And I was like, what? Yeah. I didn't. It was cra- It was like, you know, like when my you, world it's a mind came blowing like thing. Cra- crashing down. I was like, oh, oh God. But there's no fat. Because <laughs> that like, was a, there's that was no a big fat free. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Fat free. Yeah, yeah. That's how they get you. And even even juice. <laughs> yeah. Like, like, my, I, was like I, I had an ex-boyfriend that was like, you, you can't drink orange juice. And I was like, what are you talking about? He's like, it is only sugar. It is so bad for you. And he said, juice is poison. And I was like, I've never heard that before. Yeah. Kids drink juice. Yes. Yeah. But, How am I going to get my vitamins? Hello. Yeah. And but but no. In general, like we ate a lot of pasta growing up. Uh huh. A lot. Like a lot of pasta. A lot of chicken. And then I would do like the pasta parties before our cross country. It's like a carbo load, which yeah. really sure. are kind of dumb because if it's the night before, you're not. Yeah. Yeah. It's not. It's just really just like social and customary. It's not <laughs> right. doing anything for yeah. you. Yeah. But yeah. Carbo I mean, loading. Yep. Like uh, the pasta parties were a whole culture. Pasta party. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Shit, man. We wow. didn't know anything. And, and then now we'll look, like, literally in 10 years, we'll learn more. And then we'll be like, we were eating this. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's like that with everything. Everything yeah. is bad. Like, everything you put in your body is yeah. bad. Like, that's why another reason why I like being out here is because is it's a lot more health conscious. Yes. Like, you're almost forced to eat healthy here because everyone is so you know, on top of their game in terms of, yeah, this is what you're putting in your body. And also like just sometimes if, if it's a bad option for you, it's not even an option at a lot of these places. Right. 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 Whereas New York, they'll let you die in like pasta and sauce. Oh yeah. <laughs> and, and you can get it at fucking 4 a.m. Yeah. How That's much for a side too. of poison? They're yeah. Like, it's free. Free. It's free. free actually. Yeah. yeah. What so what, so you said pasta? Were your parents mm. cooking? My mom like my mom actually had the bomb ass tomato sauce, and I was just like, I wish, I hope we're eating pasta tonight. I was always loving it when we have like spaghetti and meatballs. Like, sure, that's my shit. That's good. Actually, helps to inform, even if it's not necessarily the right or the food you want to be eating all the time. Yeah. If your parents are cooking at home, they, because then it's she was a smoother it. transition than when you're trying to eat healthy. Well, it took me a long time in my twenties. Like that's a this actually is my big issue is my diet. Like, and it's only over the past year or so that I've really like tried to get better with that. Like I'm eating a lot more like vegetables regularly, but I'm the kind of person who's like, like I'll throw anything in my body quick because I don't make time for myself to eat. Sure. Like, I like to fill my day doing shit. Like 
I don't, I don't cook. Like, I, I, yeah, I'm, yeah, yeah. I, like, you know what I mean? I don't make, like, I have friends that like make like meal prep. Yes. Part of their day, cooking a part of their day. And I'm like, I wish I could be like that, but like, I'm, I'm doing my day shit. doing shit. Yeah. Like I'm doing shit. <laughs> but wait, uh, so I got fucking shit. It's so do. hard. It's so hard like to eat to right. cook? No. Oh, see? Yeah. Like, that's part of it. And, too. Yeah. Yeah. And the thing is the, the reason I don't like it. Cause, cause like, cause like the chemical, the, the like kind of like, the, <laughs> like putting it all together yeah, of it. Yeah, yeah. Sure. Tweezers. Like that, tweezers. You're yeah, like the tweezers. Yeah. Bunsen burners. <laughs> but it's the, it's the amount of time. Yeah. yeah. And so now like what I'll do is like what I was doing in June because I really wanted to get bigger was I would go to the gym, do my workout for like an hour, hour, 15 minutes, and then I would just house a rotisserie chicken and two protein shakes. And <laughs> two protein shakes? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, would, I was eating and consuming so much more than my body needed or wanted because yeah, I wanted to get bigger so badly. Could use, really. Yeah, could, yeah exactly. <laughs> and I, honestly, it worked. Like, I was getting a little bit bigger in, in January, and then I moved out here, and I just got too busy to, to maintain that. But, like... So you have a hard time keeping weight on. I I have been thi- very thin my whole life, and uh-huh. now it's a little bit it's a little bit interesting now. Since I've been, like, 28, 20... I'm 29 now. It's, I started to see it when I was 27, 28, where it was just, like... I could eat anything and my body would be the same. Like mm-hmm. I just had that metabolism. Yeah. Now that's a little bit different. Sure. Like I'm starting to feel in like my lower stomach. Like I just, I can see like the food in there and I know like my individual, like they're a full rotisserie chicken. Yeah. I mean, yeah. There. Just yeah, like yeah. sitting there. Two shakes. Side yeah. Side. <laughs> right. I mean like, and but before that it was, it was worse cause it wasn't like stuff that was going to my body in a good place. It was like a lot of cheese, a lot of like this, a lot of that. Like I, it was, I was a fast food kind of person so, when I was in college. And so, so where'd you go to college? NYU. So you went to NYU. NYU, yeah. uh, there's no sports there, so you're done with... Actually, I was on the cross-country team there for a week. Oh, wow. Do and they have I, a cross-country they team? They do. They have a very. They had a very good D3 cross-country team. Oh, they wow. were like D3 champs. Like, oh, and I cool. actually... He's a UCB guy. You know James McCarthy? Uh, he's a UCB guy in New York. Yeah, I know the name, but I don't know. I know the name him. for yeah. sure. So he was my assistant coach at NYU. Before oh, wow. I even knew him ever from comedy, he was the assistant coach of the NYU cross-country team. That's just a random little factoid. Um, but I remember seeing him later, years later in like UCB in comedy when I had like already you know been there for years and yeah. I recognized him from that and it was just such a blast from the past but I quit that team after a week because that pace of it I just couldn't keep up anymore sure it's it was such another level yeah. it was running in the city I was like eh. I just had to commit to other interests but I really almost was like an athlete at NYU and I almost went to Columbia on a track scholarship oh wow, but I, oh, wow. I, didn't, I didn't get in academically oh no but Got I was it. I was interested in being more physical but then it was just like no so, so you made your choices in college, and then so where mm. where do the bad habits come in? That's just I would say just being a college student, and also right. like uh, I hate to I hate to pin it on like doing sketch comedy and pin stuff, it. but like I was kind of like do it uh, not hanging out with like the healthiest dudes. Sure, you yeah. know what I mean. Yeah. Like I was kind of like just around these kind of like guys that didn't make fitness a priority. Like we weren't going out like doing physical things together. We played softball sometimes, but it was very like we stayed up late and wrote sketches and comedy rehearsed guys. our stuff. Like comedy yeah. guys, and we you know talked to a lot of them on the show. And yeah, it comes yeah, yeah. Up off so like ninety yeah. percent, and it's just like they. You know, comedy people watch a lot of TV and watch, and watch a lot of like you know, um, and it's comedy. Li- so then, like you're out late, it's or a you're late night, and you're drinking a lot, and you're drinking a lot, yeah. or you're watching shows where there's a lot of commercials. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, now I'm sure it's a little different because people just you skip through the commercials, so you don't have that. But right. like, you know, um, just going through it, like you're just 
and especially being in New York, there's food everywhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wait, so everywhere. what are you saying? The, you see commercials and then you get tempted? Yeah, I think I think absolutely. When it comes yeah. to like, if you're watching, you know, Conan O'Brien like late night, or you're like up and you're in New York. Mm-hmm. I remember being up or like going to a UCB show, like. I mean, walking home and having so many things open still, Absolutely. you get tempted. Yeah, or especially if, like, around that area. There was like a Taco yeah. Bell right by the Chelsea. Oh, yeah. And I was like at that Taco Bell, posted yeah. up. And they were doing their campaign for fourth meal. Yes, they <laughs> yes, were. Yes, they were. <laughs> they were. And that's and that's the thing. You like, you stay up, you watch Saturday Night Live. That's uh-huh. the fucking funny Have shit. Domino's like, Pizza. Have Domino's. They'd have a commercial for like fourth meal or yep. McDonald's is now open till 2 a.m. And then you like walk down the street. The most ambitious is fourth meal, though, because they're like, look, Absolutely. we got to get people eating more Taco Bell. Let's just invent a new meal. Yeah. Man. I'll tell you what <laughs> At was 2 a.m. Yeah. A 2 a.m. <laughs> meal called fourth meal. You nailed it when you said that you can get that shit so late, too. Yes. Because the, the yeah. most fucked up thing that ever happened to me was I was in a dorm on 14th and 3rd, and on 14th and 2nd, they opened up a KFC. <laughs> and I was like, this is fucked up. Oh, no. Yeah. This is going to be, and I would eat that shit three, four times a week. Oh, no. It was insane. And I'm not what talking like. What was your like, order? You're doing I would do like, stuff I'm or? giving you like <laughs> heavy, heavy orders of chicken tenders. The boneless oh, chicken tenders. Like tenders. I am a tenders fiend. <laughs> like I, it's so hard for me. So you're not doing the buckets. The bones are slowing you no, down. No, the, the bones bu- are slowing yeah, me down. Yeah, yeah. I just need, and also I would get like a 10 piece chicken tender <laughs> with the fries and the little mashed potatoes and whatever. And I would go to town. It was not uh, And you were doing that that often. Your metabolism must it have was been insane. a furnace. It was crazy. Do you? Think, I was very lucky. Do you think you liked KFC more than Trump does? <laughs> Honestly, I th- I could give him a run for his money. Yeah, <laughs> I give him a solid run for his money. That would be a debate you want to watch. Yeah, I'm not interested in Biden versus Trump. <laughs> That's gonna be too much. Yeah, but I'll go up there and take him. I'll, sh- I'll give you a show. Yeah. I'll give you a show about fast food. <laughs> I always say the star of the election will win the election. I might win. I might win 2020. Oh, yeah, if I go yeah. up there on a platform of who ate more KFC, <laughs> Matt, I think you got to do it. Man. Yeah. I think I, I got to do it. Country at this point, it. it's like what we need a 25th candidate. I've been yeah. saying my OCD is like we can't settle at 23. We no. need to get to 25. Go to 25. 25 at least. Come on, yeah. Yeah. let's all get. Let's in. get a dirty 30 out there. We're yeah. all waiting on the Rock. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. and Oprah. Yeah, truly. Same, Oprah's same gonna year. fly a swoop in there at the last second. <laughs> yeah, she's gonna pop in. Yeah, it's tough to beat. Pictures of your order, your KFC order on Air Force One. Tweeting that out. It's <laughs> insane. And then he's like, he has the gall to say, I'm the healthiest president in the history of the world. <laughs> no, he didn't say that. He had a reputable doctor say that. Yes, yeah, he did. Yeah, yeah. Donald Trump's the healthiest yeah, person I've ever healthiest seen. Healthiest person I've ever met. Yeah, yeah. the guy looked like fucking, uh, <laughs> the guy, who's that uh, comedian that bashed the melons? Gallagher. Gallagher. Oh, yeah. Gallagher. Yeah. yeah, like the rainbow suspenders. Uh, yes, and like, yes, yes. Like watermelons and a mallet. A full I've never seen somebody more healthy. That guy's as much of a doctor as we are. Yeah. Truly. Guys, it's the end of the summer, basically. I mean, it's the end of July right now, and we're, um, you know, we're jumping into the fall, and you're focused on what's going on for your next year. Maybe you're making a trip or planning on a trip that you're going to take Maybe as late as the holidays or Thanksgiving already, and you need to save that money. Yeah, maybe you need to save up some money to buy uh, Christmas presents yeah. for family or, you know, pay for uh, some school stuff for yeah. your kids or something. Maybe you need to put a down payment on something or you just want an emergency fund. Well, um, we want to help you out, and so does Twine. Yeah. 
Twine is very cool. It's an interesting company. It's a, uh, it's, they, they offer themselves up as an app. And with the Twine app, saving money towards your financial goals just got easier. Way easier. You can save with a uh, cash savings account or invest in a portfolio customized for your based, uh, customized based on your needs. Yeah. And I mean, they have automatic deposits. Uh, f- from your bank to Twine, so you can set it, forget it, and save up without even trying. Right. They're helping you put money aside. Yeah. And they actually save up for the things that you want. Yeah, so there's no more temptation to spend that extra money. It's going right into that um, from your bank account to the Twine account so that you're able to start sa- saving. And you, you, can sa- you can save with a partner. Yeah. Yeah, so if you've got a lady yeah. or a guy yeah. or just a buddy or whatever it is. Maybe you can me and Stanger want to... S- Save up to get, um, I don't know, like a Concept 2 rower. Maybe yeah. he wants to jump on that with me. Maybe not. But I could make him start trying to save some money with me with the Twine app. Yeah, the parameters are a little dicey on yeah, that. It has to yeah. stay at your house. Yeah, yeah, You're yeah, the yeah. one that gets to use it. Yeah, I, I have a lot of blackout days yeah. where I can't use it. Basically, Monday through Fridays are your blackout days, and then Saturdays you're not allowed during the day or night. And Sunday from 12 a.m. You'd have to call me. To 12, 15 a.m. But either way, that would be what we would try to do. Sure. Teamwork-wise, to save for something that we wanted to get together. And Twine would help us with that. Because with Twine... You can save and invest for the things that matter to you, and all it takes is like five bucks to start in two minutes. Yes, it's all it takes. Five bucks to start, two minutes to five bucks to start in two minutes to get started. Yeah. So right now, Time is offer Twine is offering you fifteen dollars to help you save for your goals. What? Yeah. Yeah, it's the truth, baby. You just go to twine.com slash dumbbells. When you open your first goal, Twine will add $15 to your account. Twine will help me get my Concept 2 rower yeah. that we're getting together we're, that you yeah. can never use. Yes. They're incentivizing us for me to get in this horrible situation. No, it's you. a great situation. Plus, we get twine, uh, $15 um, added to our account from Twine. From Twine. When we open up our first goal. They're incentivizing it to you. So you go to twine.com slash dumbbells today, $15 towards your first savings goal. Wow. Start saving with twine.com slash dumbbells now. Don't wait. Get that 15 bucks towards it. Ooh. Can you just give me 15 bucks? Sure. So, so then this diet, mm-hmm. I mean... Or lack of diet. This okay. this way of eating. Yeah, it so became a joke amongst my friends. They were habits. like, the way you eat is disgusting. You eat like a like a eleven year old. That yeah. was like my thing. Okay. That was your thing yeah. for a while. Through yeah. for years. Through my mid twenties. Now are you into my relationship with my ex and it was like a thing with us. He was like, You eat bad. And he's like, I, he's like, I'm concerned for you. He's like, he's like, I don't want you to get sick. I was this like, is like was... every meal fast food almost. No, 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 no. It wasn't like that, but it was like it was like um just whatever was easy. Yeah. You know what I mean? I never Got put it. any effort into like eating well. So you weren't craving those meals necessarily. You just knew they were close. I knew they were close. I knew they were not too, too expensive. Sure. And I didn't really commit the time to, you know, preparing shit for myself yeah. because I was someone who really put my career first and yeah. I put myself first. And like, I, well, I didn't realize that that could be part of it. You know what I mean? Yes. Now I realize it can be part of it and it needs to be part of it. Well, but. it's it's very relatable because you the what you just listed it checks a lot of boxes for people. Mm-hmm. And I mean that's why these places do so well is because yeah. it's 
time, money, uh, ease, convenience, you know, all those things. All those things. And then, you know, it is hyper palatable food that's very easy to eat a lot of. And it's good. It's good. And it tastes good. Yeah. That's the thing is it's like you can say McDonald's is gross all you want. I'm sorry. It's not. It tastes very good. And it's it's (laughs) right there. Yeah. Yeah. You could be happy. Or you could be not happy. <laughs> yeah. That is why they call it the place of the happy meal. Right. Yes. And it's, I, I don't know. It's just, it's so. That's no, so You're funny. not wrong. I'll you're not say wrong. like, it's, it was that habit. And also I discovered weed in college. Got it. And so then I was like, and now, and now like I do, I do smoke every day, but it's like kind of like the thing of like. I know better now. Whereas in college, I was like smoking every day and I was like, I love that this is part of it. And the, I love that the part of this is that I can fucking eat and, oh, and nothing man. would happen to my body. Nothing. Even the weed didn't slow down the furnace. No. Yeah. That's crazy. Just melted it all away. It was bizarre. I, I mean, I was very lucky until like when I was like 26, 27. So then um, are you, after the whole um, uh, cross country stuff mm-hmm. and, and this late night KFC, this yeah. we- smoke... Smoking, yeah. all of this stuff. Smoke weed every are day. You, yeah. uh, every day. <laughs> are you working out at all? Yeah. You so are. now I'm kind of like just getting out there a little bit more. Like before I before I came here, I just ran a couple of miles. Oh, I mean, we're going oh you mean then? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. No gym, no nothing. No nothing. nothing. Uh, you know what? I would, and it's, it was a social anxiety thing about the gym because I knew well, when I went in there, I get very in my head sometimes when I'm around like guys that know what they're doing in the gym. And then like it became this thing of like, you know... Uh, on Instagram and like gay culture and stuff, this, this, the, the, the like beauty standard is so high and so unrealistic that it was just like, I'm going to look like an idiot in there. Yeah. I, I knew that I was capable of stuff. Cause to be honest with you, like I do still have the kind of metabolism where I don't have to do too much to see some results. So mm-hmm. that's good. But I just would psych myself out all through my twenties. Like that wasn't for me. Like weightlifting is hard for me. Like it's, I, it's, it's doesn't come as naturally to me as cardio. Yeah. Um, but like, it's, it's just, uh, something I know I want for my body. Got like it. I know, I always have known, it's always been my dream to be like bigger. Yeah. Um, but you know, I was always just so thin and so good at cardio Yeah, that it was just, I always stayed very small. It's interesting. Cause you're talking about how you leaned into eating the crummy food and that kind of becoming a part of your identity. Mm-hmm. And then despite you know, having some good genetics and maybe being able to, you know, get, be, be really lean and look really built. But that takes <clears throat> a level of commitment that maybe is a little scary, you know? It was, you know what it was? So it, it was, kinda, again, the time thing. Yeah. It was, it was the thing of, like, I just don't have the time or energy or, honest to be, honestly, money. Like, because the gyms, like, I would sign up for a gym. like, And I did this probably three or four times throughout my 20s. Like, I would sign up for a gym, and it would sit there. And I mm-hmm. would just not use it. I'd be like, I'm going tomorrow. I'm going tomorrow. Or I'd go once, and I'd have, like, a frustrating time. And then... um it would just accumulate. And I was yeah. like, I have to cancel this because I'm not using it. And then I would just feel bad and not want to do that again. Right. Um, it's a negative cycle. Yeah. And then I had like a, it, it continued to be that. And then I had like a very hard 2018, like very, just like a lot of shit, like just what went down. And I said at the end of that year, I was like, this can't be the, my narrative anymore. So started like January one, I started going to the gym and I was feeling really good about what I was doing. I was just saying to myself, you know what? No one's looking at you. Yeah. Like no, you can figure out how to use these machines by watching someone else use them, then go up. I, I'm lucky to know like what kind of weight is right for me. Yeah. Cause I did weight train in high school, obviously as part of my, yeah, 
yes. track training. Sure. You have um, a lot of gym context. Yeah, I, I know what's up in there. It's just it's just this thing in my head where I didn't want to look stupid. No, I I'm t- like I would say every two shows this will come up, whether it be from our guest or like a listener question. Yeah. When people have this kind of anxiety with going into the gym and and, and making a fool of themselves. Right. It comes yeah. up all the time. And you know, I think that um, especially people that, that are finding it a little bit later, like in, in their late twenties, like early thirties that are starting to go now, it's like there's a reason why you haven't gone. And my my friend Price Peterson, he put on Twitter, like as I was in the midst of going, he was like, here's things I think we're all thinking about the gym. And it was like just touched on like every little social aspect of it and also every every little physical thing about using lockers, about things like that. It's like, wow, like thank God someone was like honest about this. Yeah. Like this really spoke to me. I think that you know, it's such a, there's like a little part of us that's like that thing uh, that's toxic masculinity where it's just yes. like, you want to be the one that's, that, that knows what's yeah. up in there. You don't want to be the one in any situation yeah. that you're new to it. And yes. unless you're new to it and you're going like, I mean, I've got so many things going. It's okay that I'm yeah, new yeah, to this. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. But it, it shouldn't be the gym. Mm-hmm. It shouldn't be, you know, like, and that's the kind of stuff that is just like. Rugged, and yeah. it's hard. It's hard to it's hard to step foot in the gym or in a situation where then you kind of know what you're doing, and then you're going like, "Well, how many reps should I be doing?" Or like, "What is the mm-hmm. what is the workout now?" Right, and then that becomes a new stress. I'm Tough. even I'm even like, if I have to go someplace where I don't normally go, and mm-hmm. I'm like limited on time, I'm like, oh, I don't know if I can fucking figure out how to park there. <laughs> Shit. Yeah. yeah, that's always like a considerate, you know, and that. And My then, like, thing how is like. Gonna- Figuring out the different machines, like how just how to use the different machines in the gym because they they're so different from when I used to use them in high school. And now they've got like those little like flickery knobs and yeah, stuff yeah. like that. I'm like and like adjusting them them is so different. Like I, it took me a minute. Like I had to go the first couple times I was going like earlier this year. I really just like went to the machines. I was like I knew I could do and I would just watch other people use them. And sure. I was like. Like that person in the gym that was like staring at people, but it wasn't because of anything other than just like I just want to know how to use them. Yeah. Like, excuse me, sir. That's a recycling bin. Oh, <laughs> right. I yeah, yeah, yeah. I knew that. So I should, that's so, why it was uh, so light. Great. Yeah, got it. Got I it. thought I thought I was just a beast. Yeah. <laughs> so it just opens and closes like that's yeah, good. Okay, yeah, great. Right. Of course. <laughs> no, I do. Rest, well, it works. So. It works. So. <laughs> yeah. I mean, but I, I still feel like like when I go to, I have to go to like a hotel gym. And you go mm-hmm. in there, and then the one thing that you're like, oh, I'll just use these. There's somebody there, and you're like, yeah, you're like waiting okay, around. Okay, I'm just gonna stand around. They're like, are you waiting for this? And you're like, no, yeah. I guess not. I can, I guess I can figure out what else I'll do in here, even though yeah. it's just me and you. I also don't want anyone to talk to me there. Right now, I don't want to be spoken to. And then like, I, I go to Crunch, like I just said in Greenpoint, and like at one point, like this guy like came over. He obviously was like tasked with finding people that he could personal train. Like, oh. and, I, and he was like talking to me and I was just being so, I was being too nice. And I kind of was just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And just like the, the minutes went by and went by and went by and someone eventually came over and was like, Hey, and like introduced himself to me. And he was like, I just figured you wanted to get away from that person. <laughs> and I was like, thank you so much for being that intuitive. You like really saved my ass. Yeah. Oh wow. Hey, yeah, no, it was, looks yeah. like you got a lot of goals. That's so what are you training today? Yeah. It was oh, just, nice. it was this guy that really just needed like, like a, like a, client I guess and oh, I was like I, this can't be me and I, I just wasn't in the place like mentally to be like can you please leave me alone yeah. oh, he's he's yeah. searching for people that are just a little bit tired enough yeah and they're enough to just be like oh they'll hold on to a I think I looked nice you know yeah, yeah, like, yeah, like yeah, my yeah. like 25 pound dumbbells like, he's like this is a sweet boy like I'm gonna go over there and talk to him yeah um, I do love the hotel gym have you ever noticed it'll be like the one like older like woman there with like jeans on and she'll like 
run on the treadmill for like 30 seconds yeah. and then like the bike and she's using the towel, like the cool yes. towel. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then leaves. You're just and like, then oh, trying to switch the she TV got a bunch of times. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Just to see what show she's going to watch and then sees that she can't see it from the uh, Stairmaster. Right. So, no, yeah. yeah. You got to find a good spot. Yeah. Yeah. You know what's always on at the gym when I'm there? The view. <laughs> it's always on. And I'm always like, uh, honestly, at this point, I'm like, how do I hear this? Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't want to just watch it. What are the current hosts of The View? Who are they? It's the Whoopi, hosts are Whoopi, um, McCain's daughter, Megan McCain, McCain. Sonny Hostin, and Joy Behar. Joy and then Behar they, still, yeah. That's they right. flip out Anna Navarro and um, Abby Huntsman is the is John Huntsman's daughter. Got it. Okay. Is the uh, is like the other conservative co-host, but she's like away on maternity leave. Wow. I know so much about this. That's so funny. Because it's always on. It's always on. And for a while, Sherry Shepard, was she? She was on there for quite a while. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Longer than anyone might have thought that she might have been. Yeah. But um, but she was on there. Yeah, they've they've had the same group for like the past two, three years. I okay. think they're trying to stick with the, a solid core group because of the election. Right. Oh, and yeah. Behar yeah. and Goldberg have been there from the beginning, right? Goldberg has been there for 10 years. Joy Behar has been there for 22. 22? Yeah, she's it's been, been there that for, long? For, I it's mean, been it's, on? You have to realize, it's been on since like 97. Holy. Holy they just they just shit. put that book out the the ladies who punch like a bet that's like the resp- retrospective of it it's a really kind of fascinating look did Barbara of, Walters used to be started on it, it. Yeah. she started okay that she started sense it now. was like ninety seven ninety eight so that oh. shit's been on for twenty two years yeah and who was the original conservative Hasselbeck well they no. actually didn't have a conservative until she came so they were they they had had uh, this young VJ Debbie Matinopoulos and <laughs> she was like the blonde on there and then they ki- they kicked her out because she didn't know enough about politics. Politics and they brought on Elizabeth Hasselbeck, fresh off Survivor, who was like America's sweetheart. Yeah. And right. then she became Emerged America's like- conservative sweetheart. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then she really was the prototype for that conservative seat. Right. Because it yeah. always made for interesting. You know, yeah. And yeah. she was there for 10 years. She, okay. Yeah. And then after that, they tried a whole bunch of rotating people, but they didn't really find their groove, I guess, until now. Now Meg McCain's been on there for, I guess, two years. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. God, 97. It's a long 22 time. years. And it's every day, too. So think about that. I mean, Behar's been doing that shit every day for that long. I think she was she was gone for one season. They fired her and they brought her right back. Oh, right. She yes. got fired. She did get fired. She got so fired, she got rehired. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that's wild. Here's a couple of things that I'm dealing with. The fact that it was on for 22 years and the fact that 97 was 22 years ago. Yeah, I'm kind of about marveling that. at that. <laughs> Titanic yes. was nine was ninety seven twenty two years ago. Ninety seven doesn't seem like that long ago, no. doesn't it? Right? I mean, I I remember that era so vividly. Yeah. yeah, but it's a lifetime ago. And even if somebody right now goes like, "Yeah, that was like ninety seven I'm like, "That's okay. That wasn't that long ago." If somebody goes, "That was twenty two years ago," I'll go, "Damn, that was a long time ago." That was ninety seven. No, it wasn't. <laughs> because I feel like we're we're all like, whenever anyone says like twenty five years ago, you think like the seventies. Yes, right. Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. now thinking about the seventies being. 40 years ago yeah. it's like that's ridiculous I still think it's like 2000 yeah. right now well, I always go to 2008 <laughs> yes yeah for that's some like reason because like, it was such a good year I, I graduated yeah. high school like I, I like Obama was elected Lady Gaga popped off yeah 2008 well, was the year 2008 the year. feels present yes it feels like now yes and then like all of a sudden it was 2018 and I'm like what like I had my 10 year like I, I didn't go but they like I did like my 10 year high school thing and I was like that feels <sighs> fucked up that I've I've been out of high school two and a half times right the duration of time I was in high school yeah fucked up 2008 
Yeah, is 11 years ago. Yeah. yeah. Well, here's something trippy. I was thinking about like being like a kid in the 80s uh-huh. to date myself. Yeah. Uh, and like uh, listening to oldies with my parents, and there'd be like shit from the 60s, and I'd be yep. like, this is old as fuck. And then now it's like the music from the 90s. Yeah, it's like Paula Abdul. Yeah. It's, it's like oldies. oldies. No. Yeah. That's Truly. What, no, but it's 90s are old. Because if you think yeah. about like I'm listening to like an 88. 20 years ago was stuff from 68. Right, yeah, yeah. I wonder if, like, oldies, they even play, like... They don't. The Beach Boys, you know what I mean? I don't think they do. I think they play Bon Jovi. Yeah. Like, to be yes. honest. It's like Nick oh at Night. Oh, my God, yes. Remember Nick at Night? So, when I was yeah. younger... It's like I Love Lucy. Yeah, yeah. it was I Love Lucy. Yeah. It was I Love Lucy, and then, like, towards the tail end, they were playing, like, Three's Company. Maybe you got a Facts of Life. It's Friends Maybe. now. It's yes. Friends. <gasps> it is Friends now. Nick at Night. It is Friends. It is Everybody Loves Raymond. It is oh, Will and Grace, shit. the first thing. Yeah, yeah. Some of some of the stuff that was on Nick at Night when we started. Nick at Night. The kids don't even know I Love Lucy. Nick at Night was one of those things where if you saw something in color, you were like, "What's this new show on? What's this new show on Nick at Night?" Truly, truly, truly. I remember, like, I just remember watching I Love Lucy all the time. Yeah. I just remember seeing like shit like my three sons and be like, what the fuck is this what shit? Is yeah, this? Yeah, yeah. This sucks. Yeah. Did you see they just did that like live studio audience, Jefferson's yes. and All in the Family? See, that was a trip too because I hadn't seen that shit in so long. And in fact, they didn't play All in the Family and the Jeffersons on Nick at Night too much. No. They really didn't. I think maybe it was like too edgy. I think, um, uh, or like it was on its own thing. I remember the Jeffersons was played at a different time mm-hmm. than on Nick at Night uh, on a different network. Oh, okay. okay. But I don't, yeah, I don't, I don't remember, I never saw All in the Family growing up or, mm, yeah. or ever, but I saw the Jeffersons quite a bit and like good never, times and Never shit. watched All in the Family or no. ne- not even on reruns? No, no. I just knew it was an iconic sitcom. Yes. Yeah, I knew yeah, the character yeah, yeah. Archie Bunker was like iconic, but yeah. I, I, it wasn't a part of my like media diet. Same. Yeah. yeah, my dad really liked it, so we, I think he would kind of seek it out and yeah. I'd watch it through. I him. would see, like I said, growing up at times, I knew I wasn't going to watch TV during the times where I saw the MASH, mash thing yeah, start. Hate, hated mm-hmm. MASH. Or mm-hmm. if, I, if it was the afternoon on a Saturday and Andy Griffith was on. Hated Andy mm-hmm. Griffith. Yeah, as soon as they started that whistle song, as soon I was as like, the whistle was happening, this. I was like, oh, I guess I'm going to go outside. Yeah, yeah I'll I fucking, didn't care. Yeah. yeah, I'll play outside. I'll play yeah. outside for a bit. Somebody's got to be out there. Challenge me to a little yeah. b-ball. Yeah. Somebody's got to need a thick hurdle. <laughs> Somebody's got to have a thick hurdle to get by. Um, oh, shit. So, okay, so then... Okay, so here we're, you're, we're, we're, we we're got at to where we are. 2019 now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. January of 2019. Yeah. Made a major, major, major change this year. Big change. What I was like actually going every day and then starting to feel good about the... And I looked... I was looking in the mirror and I was like, okay, I actually like the way I look, which had been so... Oh. It was so hard in my like 20s. Like, Long to get there. Yeah. Well, and you know what? The thing is like I had nothing to complain about like I had a great metabolism my body was good it just wasn't you know I'm a victim unfortunately of like comparing myself to a lot of people and so yes. I, I go on Instagram and like you know it's like it's you dangerous see, it's, it's a disease it's a disease dangerous yes and uh, uh, it, it, I psych myself out and I see what I want and what I'm not there but then like honestly just putting the effort in like I did get closer I stopped because I moved out here and was busy and working all the time but now that I'm kind of like have more time again I'm excited I'm going back to New York for a couple months and I'm just gonna get back into it just like make the summer about like that what's happening with food now, which is your, it's better. Uh, your heel, your Achilles heel. Yeah, it really is. And it's better. Like now. I'll so kind what's of, the shift been? It's just Rotisserie me not eating. Chickens. Yeah. 
Like there was a there was a period where I was like, oh, every day I go to the gym, I just crush rotisserie chicken after. And my friend goes, I don't think you should be eating twenty eight chickens a month. And I was like, fair. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't need just like all ecologically. Of that protein. Yeah. yeah, like it's bad. I, I will bring this world down. Yeah, uh, but now it's kind of like. I'm just more aware of what I'm putting in my body. Like I'm, I'm more enthusiastic about like eating healthy stuff. Yeah. Okay. Like I really kind of like, like kale was a big discovery for me. Just like, no, not as much fried stuff. Uh-huh. I really try to limit cheese bread. I try to like not do too much of like now I really try to avoid like thick, thick sandwiches and stuff yeah. like that. Just little psychological. What about like, like um, being in like for work or being in a writer's room or all that kind of yeah. stuff. Are you snacking or are you pretty good with, with I just eating when it's I try so time? hard not to. Okay, so this is a funny story. <laughs> so the very first day I wrote on the second season of a show, the other two. So I, I, and that just wrapped up. So the very first day I, I was there. You brought a Coke? No, I did not. <laughs> but I did have two Dr. Peppers during the duration of it because they were just right there. And that's such good stuff. Dr. Oh, yeah. Pepper. Is, yeah, I don't get it. No, I don't, oh my god, Dr. Pepper's no, no, the best. No, 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 no. I mean, I don't. Get you don't get how good it is. How good it? Like, oh, I don't so understand good. how those flavors are not a flavor of anything else. Mr. Pib, all that shit tastes mm. so different. No, from a Dr. you drink Pepper. a Dr. Pepper. It's and its, its own cold. shit. I, like, it's what, amazing. I recently had, you know, in the last, I don't know, couple years, and like, <sighs> I wanted to fucking punch something that was so good. Yeah, I was like, how yes. the fuck is this so good? When people, yeah. when, when you go to a movie theater, speaking of when we have it, because that's all I'm thinking about now is yeah. when I have it, popcorn and that. Yeah. Is now that they have these, for these kids nowadays, you can choose anything, you can add this mm-hmm. and this. It's oh, like, forget just it. Just have a Dr. Pepper and enjoy it. I yeah. know. You, you got to just understand what's so good about the classic. Don't but add I am, vanilla to it. Don't add anything. Just have I'm a bad. Dr. fucking Pepper. I will be adding vanilla to my root beer every time <laughs> at those machines. Those machines are magic to me. <laughs> like, the, the child inside me is like, if this had been around when I was younger and could get away with this, it would be game over. The yeah. Rogers family would put one in their house. They, we honestly like. would have, <laughs> next to the fridge. But but anyway, uh, so I was. It was the first day of the the room, and like there was a whole snack cabinet, and there was Oreos in there, double stuff Oreos, which was my shit. <laughs> like, um, someone knock. Yeah, but it's fine. Okay, cool. yeah. it's a solicitor. Yeah. Um. So like, I would be um, just destroying, like putting away whole sleeves of Oreos when I was in high school. So then I see these double stuff Oreos in there. I go over double to the snack stuff. cabinet. I pull it out. I bring it back over to my seat. My dear friend, Guy Branham, who was also in the room, just writes down on the paper in front of me, put, period, those, period, back, period. <laughs> and I had one. Wait. And I put it back. Really? And then he said, he said, you have to <laughs> be in the writer's room, but identify as on camera. <laughs> oh, my God, it's great. <laughs> because he knows. he like he. Like, I feel like he knew that if I had one or maybe even two, it would have just kept going. Yeah, yeah. I was like, you know precedent. what? I was like, you know what? I went there and I, I took it out, so I am going to have one. But I'm going to put it back, and I respect this That's, because you're right. And then I didn't. a good friend. He though. was a good friend, but I did fucking house a lot of pretzels while I was in there. That's <laughs> sure, another sure. thing. I am a pretzel fiend. Your, your salt. Like I love salt. salt. Like, I'm a, like salt, savory stuff. Sure, like, man. Uh, all that. I'm not a sweets person. Same. I don't care. Me and you are the same. Yeah. I will, Growing up, it's like, are you going to leave room for dessert? No, no, no. I don't I'll care. I'll eat more of the food. Yeah. Give me more of the food. Give me more of the savory. Yes. And it'll sustain me for longer and I'll enjoy it more. Yes. Now, don't get me wrong. I like an ice cream every now sure. and then. But cakes, no. Pies, absolutely not. Well, I'll cookies, take a pie. Sometimes. Yeah. Sometimes cookies. Pie, Oatmeal pie. raisin cookies. Huh. Which ones? Oatmeal raisin. Ooh. Really? I love. But that's, no, pies, absolutely not. 
cookie sometimes. <laughs> but oatmeal raisin. Oatmeal raisin cookies, yes, absolutely all the time. oatmeal raisin is also savory a little bit. Yes. That's the thing. That's the thing. That's the same with me. I like pies over cake. Because sometimes you can get a savory pie. Yeah, that's like true. Like quiche or some shit? Yeah. I, for dessert, I eat fucking quiche, bro. You do quiche a la mode. I think yeah, it's like, like a fucking <laughs> monster. <laughs> it's like, I like all that shit, but it's like, I'm not going to like go somewhere to get it. It's yeah. like, if it's there, like, that's fine. But yeah. I'm, when I'm at dinner, I'm there to eat dinner. Yes. I'm not there to like save some room for dessert. Mm-hmm. No. No, thank you. I'm there to eat dinner and honestly have drinks. Yeah. I think if, I'm, if they're going to have some ice cream after this, let me finish your fries mm-hmm, mm-hmm. type shit. I'm similar. Yeah. I, I'm probably not as hard a line between pushing the sweets back, Yeah, but I'm similar in like always dinner. I prefer to have like the real food. Eat the meal. I never need, I'm never tempted by like dessert card or anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But I'll tell you what I am. I'm an appetizer person. Ah. Big time. Like I, I, I went to this like seafood place the other day, and I was like, I was, I had raw bar, I had a Newland clam chowder, I had like a bunch of like like some mussels from my friends, and then I still ate my like halibut. Like I, I was still able to like put it all away. Yeah, because I love apps. Do you like sharing apps, or are you just like the idea of little things to just kind of like you know, snacks before meals? Yeah, I guess it's that. It's yeah. just like I, for me, oftentimes, like if I'm looking at the menu, I'm like, well, the apps all look really good. Let's split a bunch of apps, and then of course I'll have my entree. But then I run into the problem sometimes of like my eyes were too big or bigger yeah. than my stomach, and it's like I had so many apps that it's like I have to wrap up my dinner or not finish it, which yeah. sucks. Oh, that never happens for me. Yeah. Uh, you, now, Eugene. How's it going? You've been campaigning for a long time to change appetizers to snacks before meals. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Is it going? Are you? Is yeah. it catching on? Or I, well, I was calling it um, uh, a pre-snack. I mean, a, a, pre- a, 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 uh, a preemie. A preemie. Yeah, 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 yeah. A preemie. Okay. I'd have my preemie and then I'd eat my baby. <laughs> And then you know what I mean? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. that's weird. I Is it weird? To, yeah, it's it's weird. Oh, because of Atlanta? No. <laughs> Because of the Georgia stuff? Yeah, yeah, maybe. That's, that's why it's it weird. Yeah, that's why, that's it's, why weird. it's weird. That's, you nailed it. <laughs> okay, cool. Yeah. Um, Reproductive rights. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I get that, too. Yeah, Man. where you just, you, you're kind of dazzled by the yeah. show before the well, meal, the and then is, you blow is they it. Make, yeah. they make appetizers look so good. They really do. And yeah. you, those are the things you see coming out more for some reason. Yeah. I don't know why when you sit down at a restaurant, I don't see that many main courses come out. I always feel like I see appetizers flying around. Well, you're at I your hungriest them. and your weakest, yeah. so you go with what, your heart, you know? Yeah. And they're the first thing you see on the menu often. Uh, yeah. Where it's just like, Right you at know. the top. Headlines. And, and usually, they're the headlines. Exactly. And you usually <laughs> see, you you like have a relationship with all the appetizers, right? Where it's like some of these places, like the entrees are like, okay, let me read about this for a second. I'm not getting it. I can't see it. Yeah. Whereas like the appetizers, it's like, you know what wings are. Yeah. You know what pot stickers are. Yeah. I just said the word pot, the words pot stickers and my <laughs> stomach screamed at me violently. <laughs> um, like, you know what all the shit is. You know yeah. what mozzarella sticks are. God bless. God bless. Like, you know what those jalapeno <laughs> poppers are oh, about. Oh, do we ever. <laughs> do we know what There's cream There's really cheese. no surprises. There's no surprises. I remember reading a story. It was about, it was about Rick James and it was the guy who used to perform with him. And like they were, this guy would like kind of match him drug for drug. Mm. He was in his band. And so they were out one night and they were hanging with some people that they didn't normally hang with. And mm-hmm. both of he and uh, Rick James were into cocaine at the time, mm-hmm. but they had never freebased. And so when they were with, when they were with this pe- these people, they were all freebased and they both of them were like, shit, I guess we'll try it. Yeah. yeah. And so he said the second they both did it, he was like, oh shit, we're in trouble because it was that. 
good. And I remember mm. the first time I went to uh, uh, TGI Fridays, I'd never heard of like uh, potato skins. Yeah, They're not that good now. But at the time when I tried those potato skins, I was like, this is my Rick James free base yep, cocaine. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Like, I'm in trouble. These are too Big time. <laughs> I remember we would go to Applebee's like after 10 p.m. And it was like half off apps after 10 p.m. Oh, yeah. And these suburban things. And so they had the spinach dip that was like truly crack cocaine. <laughs> yeah. And that's like, you can't just be housing that. But oh, we did. It yeah. was like, I would order that and I would order like the buffalo wings, like the boneless buffalo wings or buffalo sauce. Anything is my big weakness. I am the same way. Yeah. Buffalo anything is amazing. I could have it on anything. Yeah. I can go to a burger place where they're just known for their burgers. They have a buffalo chicken sandwich. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think I'm just going to go with that. <laughs> Frequently, I make the same I'm like, decision. why? It's the same as just getting buffalo wings yeah, with but the bread. Just get the wings first yes. and then order a burger. Season tickets for the Lions or the Bills? Huh? No. <laughs> <laughs> Huh? Huh? <laughs> that was the appropriate response. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so diet's been better. Better. So better. So working you, you out's said, been better. Working yes. out seems like you got yeah. diet. You said you made some subtle mentality shifts. You're well, not I'm adverse. just not eating garbage anymore yes. all the time. Yeah. I mean, like, and you're for, not as turned off by healthy food. You said as you were before. No, and also it's just like it wouldn't matter if I was turned off by it because I have to eat it anyway. I, I'm okay. at the point now where it's like I I understand that I'm not like 19 yes. anymore. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. I, I, it's not you don't just do whatever the fuck you want. You're taking ownership of being an adult. Yeah. Yeah. I would say yeah. I eat a lot of burgers out here. Yeah. But like whatever. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of good burgers out there. There is a lot of good and there's also like healthy versions of everything and there for the most part if you're, you know, yeah. If you're focused on a good diet for the most part, then those moments that you have a burger yeah. It's not going to kill you. I will say, like, being in the writer's room, like, when you order lunch, like, I, I did try to avoid sandwiches. I was always eating salads. Like, at least, at least just for lunch. Yeah. And then later on, when I was at dinner, I would, like, kind of have what I want. Shake like, for but, lunch, shake for dinner, <laughs> sensible breakfast. Is that Honestly, what it was? No. Nope. Nope. <laughs> Are you guys breakfast people? No. No. Me neither. I don't, I don't even eat breakfast. I don't eat breakfast at all. Yeah, you don't at all. You, you wait for lunch. See, mm-hmm. I was never a breakfast person. Then Greta, who I live with right now, she eats breakfast every day. And then I've started to get into a little, a little bit more. And I'm like, maybe it does like help my like brain function a little oh, bit. Could be. I mean, yeah. yeah, I think it's unique to each person. Yeah. You know, some people really need it. And some, I never felt like I needed it. And um, so then I just, I'm like, why am I fighting? To- but are you coffee people? I am a huge coffee. Yeah. yeah. But I'm like just black coffee. I just, I love having a black coffee at the beginning of the day. Yeah. I used to drink a lot of espresso, but I phased that out. I drink caffeinated tea. But, I see. But I don't need it. Yeah. To, so coffee you, makes me hungry. Oh, yeah. Like it gets oh. me going. And like, I'm, the way I am energetically, I'm always kind of like up here anyway. I'm always like a nine or a 10. So I really don't need caffeine. <laughs> so what it does for me is just kind of kicks me into this thing of like, I need to consume something else. <laughs> got it. Got and it, then, got I, then I, then I doesn't have to give eat. you a lot of energy, just makes you jacked yeah. up and hungry. Well, so be, that's what was so weird about being in the room. And like, I was just like, I would so wake up in the morning, funny. I would have coffee, get to the room and then wait around for lunch. And I would eat a salad because with, with grilled chicken or whatever, just because like that was what I was supposed to eat and then still be so fucking hungry all day. Yeah. And then at dinner, I'm like, like housing something. Sure. And the fourth meal really got me in New York because yeah. we stay up so late. Yeah. yeah. Here, you, here, you folks in LA, you go to bed early. Yeah. The sun goes down, so do my eyes. Yeah, baby. truly. And then you're, you're up early, too. Yeah. Whereas in New York, we're all up till 2 o'clock in the morning, and you get up at 11. It's, like, ridiculous. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. 
I feel it's a like, city that never sleeps. You say yes, that all the time, right? You I, I always said it. My dad used to say When I lived in New York, my dad, every time he visited, he was like, hey, man, city never sleeps, huh? What are we going to do? I'm like, dude, go to bed, bro. Yeah. But I remember as soon as we I already moved, did it, Dad. We did it, Dad. Yeah. Um, I remember as soon as I moved to L.A. in 2009, last year, <laughs> uh, 2009 You had me for a second I was like, yeah, yeah it's yeah, 2010 yeah, yeah. Um, I remember that move Yeah the, the time change made me get up, Go to sleep earlier here mm-hmm. And wake up earlier And then I never Just changed stuck with it I stuck, And I loved it I, I like moved here All of a sudden I was really sleepy around 10 or 11 Because yeah. it would have been 3am Yep And then I'd wake up at 6 o'clock in the morning And be like What's know, happening? What's going on? This is like not me. Yeah. Yeah. I, that's my big fear is that I'll go back to that, but I really don't think I will. Yeah. Like, I think I'm, I'm going, going to move here in the fall and it's like, I just hope that I'm able to like keep this up I and I don't so. want to go back to New York and have my summer be like me up till 3 a.m. Well, on, on some nights. Yeah. But, and then <laughs> like waking up at like, and the morning is over. I really liked having mornings. That's been cool. Guys, you get these credit card bills every single month. They don't stop showing up. No. You owe some money. You, you got these money. credit card bills. What are you going to do? You got you, you, you to gotta owe money. You're going to have to pay it. No, oftentimes it's multiple bills, yeah. multiple due dates. You're all kind of mixed up. Wouldn't it be easier just to have one payment at a lower rate? Yeah, it would be easier. And that's if you go to Lightstream. Lightstream will be able to help you out. Yeah, this is the deal about Lightstream, okay? They are a credit card consolidation company, and they'll give you a loan, all right, for a lower rate, hopefully, than what your current APR is. Yes. So you can go with a credit card consolida- uh, consolidation loan from Lightstream and get a rate as low as 5.95 APR with AutoPay. Which is lower than the average credit card interest rate that is over like 19% APR. So if you're paying the average, which is 19%, you can save, actually, if you get approved through Lightstream. Yeah, quite a bit of money. And, and you know, their rate is fixed, so you'll, it'll never go up over the, the life of the loan. And you can get a loan from anywhere from $5,000 to $100,000 with no fees. It's also possible to get the loan and your money uh, this, as soon as the day that you apply. Yeah, and the online application is really easy. You can apply right from your phone or online on your computer and um and they'll give you your answer and you'll be able to start saving yes. Lightstream believes that people with good credit deserve a better loan experience and they will deliver for you yeah so here's the thing guys you got multiple loans out there different credit cards and you're paying more than that 5.95 percent it's worth at least checking out to yeah. see if you can save through Lightstream. so for the listeners of the dumbbells you can apply now and get a special interest rate discount the only thing you have to do is to go to lightstream.com slash dumbbells, L-I-G-H-T-S-T-R-E-A-M.com slash dumbbells to get that special interest rate discount. That, again, is lightstream.com slash dumbbells. Subject to credit approval, rates include a 0.50% auto pay discount. Terms and conditions apply and offers are subject to change without notice. Visit lightstream.com slash dumbbells for more information. Get it. Yeah. 
when have you been? So you've been eating better at the. Um, you've been eating better in the in the writers' room, and also just like in general, like that focus. Mm-hmm. And then you've been working out. Do you have a plan of what you're gonna do workout wise once you get back to New York? Yeah, I'll just get back in the gym and I'll kind of do what I was doing. Where I'll just, I'll go in and I'll like isolate my. You know, I'll, yeah. I know what's going on. Sure, there. but I think one thing I'm gonna not. Uh, neglect when I go back is I kind I never did legs and I was just like I've, I'm now realizing how important that is yeah like yeah. I kind of was just like less familiar with those machines for whatever reason and I kind sure. of was just doing like um, what like chest and arms back and shoulders and then rotating that Got and it. then never having never doing legs because I would run yeah. It's like that, I guess, is a workout there but I guess I think strength training strength for training. legs oh, is going to be absolutely. important absolutely yeah. yeah crucial yeah yeah, I would for sure, especially for what your specific goals are, yeah. and then uh, and and then being you know wanting to have uh, a diet like an inclusive diet to where yeah. you can have some fun. You training legs will open up a lot of that for you cool. because yeah. they're just such calorie burners. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I, I, and I, I once I was kind of like I, this was like a, the whole month of January. I was being good about it, and then I was leaving, and I was like, I think that I've been not doing legs at all. Yeah, <laughs> and I was like, I have to. Get back in yeah. there. And you're, also maybe I will just let your, someone train you're me. You're doing your Long Island split. Yeah. Like you're doing like getting ready for the beach. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like you just have to see that upper body. Yeah. Always wear sweatpants. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it kind of was just like, it, was, it actually was very that. I'd, the, I'd never really, it's on Long Island, you see the guys that I grew up with, like they were huge up top huge. and then tiny on yeah. their legs. And tiny, then tiny, tiny, tiny legs. jeans. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Big Short, jeans. long shorts, socks all the way up. Yeah, yep. but you that know, was the look. That the thing is, is like if you start training legs, it overall, and we preach this all the time. Overall, your strength gets oh, your strength. It'll help your upper body grow. They're the biggest. They're the biggest muscles in your body. If right. you work it and you get your mind used to it, I mean, here's a tip that I still love to do is. If you do a three day split, you know, back by you do the bro split of back buys, chest tries type thing. Uh, you know, day one and day two. Your third day is just legs. Yeah. So if you do um, back buys, chest tries, and then legs, and you do that for three or four weeks, and then for the next um, uh, two weeks, you do chest and tries, then legs, and then back and buys, mm-hmm. um, your, um, your days, your lifts are going to get better because your body's getting is like ready to train its legs and then it's doing a different body part instead. Hmm. And like, it's a weird, like fucked up, like mind. I don't know if it's a mind thing or your body's like going like, okay, I got to do this biggest part of my body. Yeah. Forcing it to adapt. Yeah. Have it adapt again and then switching it up again and putting legs at the beginning of your workout. The two weeks after that, um, is like insane. I also think like whenever I've done legs, like, the way my body feels afterwards is like, wow. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's like, you're dead. You can yeah. vomit. Like, leg days are the only days that I get close to, like, feeling Thrown sick. up wow. and stuff. Wow. Well, I mean, you, so if you look at it purely from a physiological standpoint. Um, <laughs> uh you get a huge testosterone response and a huge growth hormone response. Really? Because, yeah, what, what, what we're doing with weights is adaptive cellular training. So you're just putting your muscles under external stress and then breaking them down and then forcing them to, you know, I'm simplifying it a lot, but forcing them to say like, oh, shit, we just got crushed. It's go time. We yeah. need to get stronger and bigger. Mm-hmm. And so 
what they need, the building blocks they need for that is, you know, fuel, amino acids, all that kind of stuff. But hormonally, they need growth hormone and they need testosterone. Mm -hmm. And so that'll force your body to adapt and release, you know, growth hormone and testosterone. So the way that you can get the most of that naturally is by training, you know, the biggest muscle groups. Right. Of course. That makes a lot of sense. So legs open it up. So that's why people will notice, wow, I was kind of like I hit a plateau or a ceiling, you know, for what I was able to do with my chest and back. But as soon as I started training legs hard, then I was able to kind of crash through that. Yeah. Because, you know, I got this, you know, major hormonal response from training legs hard. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy. I knew that was, I I knew that was something I needed to incorporate. I mean, obviously. Yeah. Yeah. Instinctually either, but you also made the right choice because you just got to get in the gym and get a routine going. And then once you're there, then you can kind of play with it and make adjustments and add and take away. Yeah. But the most important thing is just getting that attendance, you know, initially. And then, and then once it's a routine and a habit, then you can start getting, you know, like go more granular and figure yeah. out exactly what you want to do and right. how you want to spend your time. Right. Are you still addicted to like uh, looking at or looking at Instagram for gym stuff? Not gym stuff. It's yeah. kind of just like whatever. Like it's kind of just like whatever. Like porn star I'm following. Like the fact that their body looks the way that they look. I'm like, oh fuck. It's, yeah. I, but I don't. I don't look up a lot of like. Wait, I don't look up a lot of like other people's routines one time because of the way my body is I, I i saw andrew garfield in spider-man and he's so thin and like yeah but he was real tight and i was like i wonder what he does and it turns out that he did a ton of like intense like circuity cardio stuff oh, oh wow yeah. yeah so he would do this thing that actually i used to do in high school which is me and my friend uh that was also on the track team we would harness ourselves to each other and one of us we would run as fast to 400 oh, yeah. as we could like yeah. and it was just like a lot of like Real intense, like short circuit stuff. Yeah, so, which which I actually like. It's great. Yeah. yeah, that stuff is awesome. It's still all power moves, but it's yeah. like yeah. I was in Palm Springs uh, a couple weeks ago, and I was like, I woke up in the morning, and I was like, I want to work out, and so I took tennis ball. We had this tennis uh, tennis court, and I took tennis balls, and I put like one like on the like four like one on the net, like one halfway. Oh, and you then, ran suicides. And I, did, I ran suicides, and I would I would hurdle the net. So that that, (laughs) that's awesome. But I was I I did I did like a series of suicides, and I was like, oh, this is like, I liked it. Yeah, because I I used to do that shit all the time. Like whenever we'd be in like elementary school, we'd do like the presidential like fitness test or whatever. Mm -hmm. I love like the shuttle run. Oh, that was another erasers. Yeah, Yeah. the shut. We had the shuttle run with erasers. Yeah, with erasers. Yeah. Oh God, what what were the other ones? There was the sit and reach. Yes, sit and reach. Sit and reach is famous. Uh Um, There was the mile run. The mile run. The pull ups. Uh And then uh, crunches and push ups. Crunches and push ups. And then the erasers. And then the the shuttle run. Yeah. Shuttle run. Yeah. That's what it was. I, I, I was a presidential fitness kid. Like, I got that. Oh, man. But I, but I would have broken my ass to get that, though, because I was so competitive. <sighs> that was another thing, too, is, like, the competitive aspect of it was huge for me. Yeah, Very you don't want that competitive. Yeah. National patch. No, I love to win. Might as do you well have that? Do you quit. have that in the gym now or no? No, 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 no. I don't do that. Like, because I, I know it's important to not do that. Yeah. You know, for me, where I am now, like, getting back into fitness, I'm like, it can't be about anyone other than myself. Like, sure. But at the time when I was a competitive track athlete, it was about everyone else. Like, fuck that person. But now <laughs> it's just like, no, yeah. I, I can't. Like, even now, like, I'll go out and run a little bit, like, and my body will want to race. Like, and I'll be wow. like, nope, stop. You're going to get tired. Yeah, yeah. You're not able to do this the way you could. <laughs> 
But sometimes I do wonder, like, if I took my ass out there on the track and, like, ran a mile as best I could, what it could be. When was the last time? like, adult competitive running leagues. Yeah, I know. When was the last time you ran a mile? It's been a four. For time? Time. It's been a long, long time. I, I, but maybe, maybe like six years ago, and I don't remember what it was. But like, I would be interested to see like what I what I could do in like a five k now, or what I could do it with like a mile now. Maybe once I get like a little bit more in there. But cool, it would be it would be fun to do. There's yeah. a lot of five k's and shit out here too. Oh, yeah, yeah, I bet. Yeah. I that was like part of my culture. Like when I was in high school, like. Uh, just doing 5Ks all the time, like for charity or whatever, just just to like time myself, just to, just to honestly work out. Like in the summers, I'd be doing them constantly just to keep my training up. Yeah. So much so that, well, not to bring it down, but like I remember like that the, Bos- the Boston Marathon thing was yes. like, that actually laid me out. I was like really depressed about that yeah, because yeah. I know the culture of people that do that. And it's a very positive, supportive, oh, loving atmosphere to have that happen. There. And to have that happen yeah. there felt very personal. Yeah. It, 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 it uh. was and to see the images of what was going on there and just like the shock of it all in an environment like that, when everyone is there achieving something like that, yeah. that really was to me very, very, very emotional yeah. because he, that's such a great community. Yeah. Even if you're, not a like an advanced. That's a hard race. Do you have to qualify to get into that race? It's so, a so huge people, life achievement. Yeah, and it's like it's the New York Marathon or the Boston Marathon. People work hard to be able so to do hard, that. Yeah. Race. Big time. I mean, like it's it's a uh, it's something that people prepare their entire lives for. So yeah. in some cases, and yeah. so for that to happen, uh, yeah, yeah, it, it that was. But I I remember like. I didn't realize that it was going to affect me in this way until it was. And I was like, that's because that was like my culture. That was like, that was like such an important part of who I was. And just, you couldn't find more like, you know what? It was competitive. Of course it's racing, but it's like, everyone is just like, it's a good, it's It's good people. Yes. Yeah. It's good people. And that's also why I really liked doing cross country in high school too, because it was good people. It was good boys. And they like, they didn't, it was funny because like they didn't listen to Eminem on the bus. Those kids listen to like Queen. Right. You know what I mean? It was like, we were listening to Bohemian Rhapsody. We weren't listening to like my name is. Yeah. And we weren't listening. We weren't pretending to like limp biscuit. You know what I mean? We were listening to like (laughs) music. Yeah. And I I really, those kids were smart. A lot of times the track athletes are super smart. No nookie, huh? No nookie. Not on that bus. (laughs) I came into this world as a region. I heard that the other day and I was like, I don't hate the beat of this. I don't hate the it's beat of it. It's not bad. The beat of it, but it sucks. But it's a horrible song. Yeah. It's a bad song. And I'll tell you what other what other one is like you will <laughs> sing along to, but you hit, but it's bad is keep rolling, 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 oh rolling. Yes. Keep rolling. You know how many times like <laughs> like there were times where oh my we would God. sit down, we would sit down, like I would be in like elementary school or middle school and like it was like first day of school and they'd say, okay, we're going to give you all a card and you're going to fill out some questions so we can get to know each other. It was oh like, what's God. your name? What are your parents' names? What do you like to do? Who's your favorite singer? And I would always be so aware of how gay I was in that moment because I, all I want to do is write down Kelly Clarkson. <laughs> and I couldn't. And I, I so couldn't write down. Justin so I put, I put Limp Biscuit <laughs> really? on all my shit. I'd write down Limp Biscuit because that was literally at the time like what was cool. Oh like my all God. my friends, like all the Justins I hung out with yeah, were yeah, like, yeah. we love Limp Biscuit, Fred Durst, dude. Yeah. Did you hear he fucking ate out Britney Spears? Fuck it, dude. And I was just like, yeah, that's so cool. And I was just like, I, and then honestly, like buying those albums out of, um, 
like need. Yeah. Like listening to that oh shit, just sitting God. on my bed being like, I hate this yeah. so Hot much. Dog flavored water. <laughs> way to, so way bad. to, I mean, but hey, way to throw off the scent. I yeah. mean, that's the way to do it. Well, yeah, you have to code switch. I mean, like, but I, oh, I was a code switching icon those days. And then like, I honestly was like, Holy I was shit. like truly in, in on the bus. And I was like, what is this queen? Like, I love this song Bohemian Rhapsody. And like those dudes like intro- introduced me to all that. And so they were, then they were, they were just more interesting yeah. than everyone I had went to school, went to school with and were in my great. classes and stuff. And they found were a little bit older. Yeah. Found my tribe as it were. And then, um, yeah, just the, it, it was, it, it felt good and it was it was different than feeling bad <laughs> yeah oh shit limp fucking biscuit. limp biscuit man limp biscuit was big and then yeah. we, remember you had a sex tape oh yeah it's like imagine oh, wanting yeah. to watch fred durst fuck it's like crazy was he she, he claimed he fucked all those gorgeous pop stars was she wait who was in the um who was in the was she famous too she was a porn star i I don't know some girl but yeah it was he he was out there saying he fucked everyone and maybe he did. They were famous. They were oh huge. Oh my god, they were huge. Yeah. Did, was he still wearing a backwards hat in his? In yeah, his, he yeah, was. Yeah, yeah, like the backwards bulls hat or whatever. In yeah. his in his sex it, video. Yeah. Oh, I don't, <laughs> honestly, you didn't see his face. Oh my! I god. have seen it. Okay. <laughs> That's so. I mean, you were right. the number yeah, one fan. Number one fan. I, I mean, I had to. I like I said, I had to do my research. I was yeah. Code switching. Like, <laughs> I had to watch all the Fred Durst porns. <laughs> oh man, I've what seen all those porns. I've seen. I've seen the Brett Michaels, Pam Anderson porn. I've seen. Tommy Lee, we've all seen Tommy, Tommy Lee. Lee yeah. Tommy Lee, yeah, classic. Driving the, the boat. The Colin Farrell one is very interesting. Oh, I, I didn't forgot see- that one was. Very, yeah. He fucks this porn star Nicole Narain, and it's like very. <laughs> I know the names. Like the oh, shit that man. they're saying to each other is so funny. It was like, does he call her by her first dead last name? A bunch? He calls her baby a lot, and there's like a three minute, three minute, just like only him eating pussy. <laughs> Yeah. Oh my God. It's it's psychotic. Psychotic. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Very that. That's like right around. He's playing bullseye and it, daredevil. Literally, literally, he had his daredevil hair. He had the no hair. He had the, the shaved head, and I was like, this is such a vibe. <laughs> oh my God. And there's like a cat in the video. He kept making pussy jokes. It was so. What a time. Sounds like a good movie. Healthy cock, though, yeah. gotta say. Amazing. Well, there you go, Colin. Yeah. There you go. There you go, buddy. There you go, buddy. Um, and now so, he's in Dumbo. Yeah, yeah. Now he's in Dumbo. Hey. Oh, yeah. He's doing just fine. He's, he's like a prestige actor fine. now. Yeah, 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 yeah. Absolutely. Was he in the prestige? No, no. I'm just saying. Oh, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, Imagine he was. What yeah. a twist. Yeah. What a twist. <laughs> what, a twist. <laughs> what a twist. And then the prestige. Doesn't um, Michael Caine explain? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. I think but, Christian Bale. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 Played himself. I got his uh, fucking... Hugh Jackman playing the goofy, ver- the Bobo version of himself <laughs> oh, is yeah. so good in that. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, it's fine. like yeah. him, but not him. And he's With got like the, the weird teeth yeah. in it. Shit, dude. Good that's movie. A, it's a home run movie. Um, uh, so uh, this comes out this summer. So is there anything you'd like to plug or anything? Yeah. So um, I have a podcast called Lost Culturistas yes. with my, my best friend, Bowen Yang. And mm-hmm. we actually just announced a bunch of tour dates. Great. We're going to do shows in Atlanta, Orlando, Denver, and Chicago. So you can check us out there. And we're Great. also going to be doing, uh, you know, there's there's lots of stuff going on. You can follow me at Matt Rogers, though. T-H-O. Mm-hmm. T-H-O. And then uh, and your <laughs> podcast. Uh, you can find it anywhere on iTunes and all that stuff. Anywhere. So, yes. Spotify even. Even Ooh, Spotify. Spotify. Yeah. yeah. On the five. We're out there. Um, good. Yeah. Great podcast. 
Go see the show live. Go please. see the show live. Uh, he's great. And Thanks Matt for having Ro- me, guys. Matt Rogers, though. Matt Rogers, though, on social media. On all Love social it. media. We're the same across all platforms. And great. that's how you do it, people. That is. That's yeah. how you do it. 101. Uh, branding yeah. 101. Branding 101. <laughs> you, <laughs> you didn't think you'd else. get a lesson in branding on yeah. this episode of Dumbbells. Did you think? Nope. Uh, if you want to find us, same. Uh, same <laughs> thing across all media platforms. Uh, at the dumbbells. If you want to email us, you can email us at askthedumbbells at gmail.com. And on behalf of myself and Eugene Cordero, the dumbbells, and our wonderful guest today, Matt Rogers, we would like to remind everybody that's out there listening to Train Dirty and Live in Batois. (laughs) That was a hit.